0: The late Cardinal George of venerable memory once said in a homily that God was always new and evil was always old. My at first thought I I considered that the cardinal probably got it wrong that God was always old because he existed before all time and from all time and that evil was new because It only enters the human story with Genesis 3. This is one of the the reasons why people don't refer to me as Your Excellency. If evil is old, is there some way we can measure its age in human experience? If we wanted to measure its power and pervasiveness of of evil, a book of history would be a good place to start, or the headlines. But I have a particular... uh, example in mind. Nothing dramatic, just a little blip in the human story, and it's all because of a couple of German tourists named Helmut and Erica Simon, who on a warm fall day in 1991 were hiking through the Italian Alps. They decided at the spur of the moment to veer off the marked hiking trail and take a shortcut over a frozen ice field at 10,500 feet. In the process, they stumbled across a human body partly frozen in the ice. And thinking it was the remains of a hiker, uh, they notified the local police. To make a long story short, because I know you all want to get home sometime today, the rescue workers who retrieved the body noticed that it was oddly clothed and that whoever this person was had a copper axe and a razor-sharp flint knife. When the remains were removed and carbon dated, it was discovered that this was the body of a man who had lived in Neolithic Europe more than 5,500 years ago. That's before the pyramids were built, before recorded history. Scientists named him Utsi and thought he had accidentally frozen to death while crossing the Alps, perhaps driving a flock of goats. End of the story, or so everyone thought. Ten years later, Utsi's remains were re examined more carefully by a group of scientists. They took x rays of the body and found something they had missed earlier an arrowhead buried deep in Utsi's back, not far from his heart. Traces of blood on his clothing suggested that he had been bleeding heavily in the moments before he died but the death blow had come in the form of blunt force trauma to the back of his head. So Utsi had been murdered, a murder that, if you will pardon the pun, will remain in the cold files forever. The story of an ancient murder suggests that human beings have a long familiarity with evil, Thanks to a couple of German tourists, the curtain opens up for a brief moment 5,500 years ago. But if you want to trace the thread of human experience with evil, you can page back to Genesis chapter 4 and the first fratricide when Cain killed Abel, and then follow back to Genesis 2 where it all began with a conversation in a garden. So we're faced with two conclusions. First, that evil, sin, and death have been part of the human story from the very beginning. And second, that we ourselves did not invent evil because in Genesis it is said God created the man and woman and all creation good. It came into the human story from outside of ourselves in the form of a malignant, personal, intelligent being of supernatural origin. And while it seems strange to talk about Christmas on the first Sunday of Lent, it's clear that when God set about the divine plan to restore creation to its original goodness, there was no question but that he had to do it within the human story by becoming a human being. Who better to defeat the contagion of sin than the God whose existence is pure goodness and love? And who could defeat death but the author of life himself? Every year on the first Sunday of Lent, we listen to the gospel accounts in which Christ is subjected to temptation by this personal intelligent evil, whom we call Satan or the devil. At the end of Lent, we will hear in the Passion account how evil rose up and swallowed him whole on the cross. But Lent does not begin today. It began on Ash Wednesday with the imposition of ashes and the call to repentance. The kind of repentance that the liturgy is urging during these six weeks is not a kind of a vague turning away from a minor fault, as though we were making a New Year's resolution to be nice to people we don't like. Lent is about something far more radical, the abandonment of a whole way of life that makes living together with others an impossibility. Anger, arrogance, avarice, blasphemy, conceit, covetousness, dis- d- d- divisiveness, drunkenness, hate, immorality, jealousy, selfish ambition, slander, viciousness, and wickedness. As depressing as that list is, it is not an exhaustive survey of the dark impulses operating within the human heart. And surely everyone within the sound of my voice, except for the occasional psychopath, will find a treasure trove of material for self examination, for critical self examination. To do this requires openness to moral reproach. Chesterton once said that people do not differ much about what things they call evil, they differ about what evils they call excusable. Chesterton was not just describing a poorly formed conscience, he was describing the effect of bad theology on a poorly formed conscience. The problem is that in the 21st century, our excuses have become more sophisticated, namely that morality is a matter of personal opinion that rights are more important than responsibilities, that it is better to appear sincere than to be authentic, that it is better to feel than to think, that freedom can be enjoyed without virtue, that the problem with evil people is not that they do evil things, but that they have not loved themselves unconditionally. A frank and honest appraisal of our own personal participation in evil is the first step of repentance. Seeking reconciliation from God another and one another is the next step. This is not a question of taking the moral high ground. We're all in the same boat together. That boat has been sailing for a very long time, and we, sh- we share space in it with Utsi and his murderers. This is where Lent really begins. Otherwise, when we come to Good Friday, we will have no idea why Christ is on the cross and that he is there for you and I.